The Parliamentary Panel on Finance recently submitted a report called the Anti-Competitive Practices by Big Tech. In the report, the panel has identified many anti-competitive practices and has suggested some big changes that could make the market more efficient, transparent and address the power imbalance between Big Tech and the users. My colleague Kaya Shivats joins us today to explain us what the report says. Before we get into the nitty-gritties, let's talk about the big changes first. What are the main recommendations of the latest report? Uh, the latest report lists ten points which it says are anti-competitive. For convenience' sake, I'm broadly categorizing them into three things: how big tech operates on a day-to-day basis, uh, how data is used, and how to make CCI more effective. The report does not exactly paint a pretty picture of how big tech run their day-to-day operations. Uh, it seems to have issues with deep discounts, how data is used and managed, how payments are made, etc. So, what is the report saying? Okay, you know there are several significant recommendations. Uh, when we talk, we should also understand that this is a report on anti-competitive practices of big tech. So the parliamentary panel has gone at length to identify the anti-competitive practices of big tech and given out its recommendations on each aspect of those anti-competitive practices. If you see the report at the upfront, they have identified at least ten big anti-competitive practices that big techs are resorting to, and the report goes on to address each of these with specific recommendations. Some of the key takeaways is the panel says that India should now look at enacting a digital competition act. Then it recommends introduction of a concept of systemically important digital intermediaries. Then the third big uh, recommendation is that India should move into the concept of ex ante measures. in the sense that we should have certain obligations cast on these identified systemically important digital intermediaries so that market misconduct is prevented up front now india it is well known is having a, a framework which is called the ex post framework in the sense that once a market misconduct happens then investigations are launched now that is seen to be a very time consuming litigative process and therefore not yielding the desired result so what uh, this panel is saying is that time has come for india to look at the ex ante approach so the idea is to bring transparency into the entire thing and also bring systemically important digital intermediaries to some form of code of conduct for them now the other interesting facet of this report could be on what the report calls for measures to bring transparency in the functioning of the digital advertising market and also the news publishing market so the report clearly says that you need a sort of a regulatory provisions that will ensure that the digital news publishers get a good access and a transparent way to enter into contracts with the big tech so these are the broad recommendations of these reports which is quite a landmark in itself 
you are right there in the sense that it has gone into every facet of the day-to-day functioning of a big tech company. It, it certainly has issues on deep discounts. There are certain aspects to it which needs further elaboration but the bottom line is that different stakeholders have different perception about deep discounting. That is clearly a big no-no when it comes to the competition law. But deep discounting is a norm by platforms which enjoy good market power. The issue is that e-commerce companies, they enter into predatory pricing. You know, so these are all contraventions of the Competition Act. You know, even market studies on e-commerce conducted by CCI, uh, they have called for marketplace platforms to adopt self-regulatory measures on deep discounting. But the point is, there is a demand for a, a clear and transparent policies on discounts. But the big tech on their part have been saying that, you know, for example, uh, if I can say uh, Amazon, Amazon says that I am only a marketplace. So I don't indulge in deep discounting. So the, there has been a, a sort of a defense by the big tech in saying that our deep discounting approach and the policies are quite fair. The, the, the problem is not that. The problem is there are pricing issues. The pricing issue comes because of two things. One, the billing policies of the deep tech and the other is the commissions that the deep tech charge. There are conditions put out saying that only their billing systems have to be adopted. Now, by keeping away third-party billing systems, willy-nilly what happens is the users have to use the billing systems of the big tech platforms. And once I start using the billing systems, then I am subjected to a sort of a higher commission regime. So, Net-net, it has been alleged that these are anti-competitive practices of big tech. So net-net, every facet of deep discounting is still a bone of contention between the regulators and between the big tech. The, the report also weeds into the topic of data usage by these big tech companies. So what is the report recommending in this area? There are several issues on data. Okay, now data is the main fuel for big tech, right? It is the ability to sort of amass user data and the big tech, because of the size of their operations and the level of engagement of users are able to sort of collect data and then fine tune them and get them trends for uh, framing or developing newer services. Before I go to data, I would also like to flag this point that the panel is recommending that this systemically important digital intermediaries should refrain from imposing anti-steering provisions upon business users of the platform. These anti-steering provisions are clauses whereby a platform prevents the business users from steering its consumers to offers that may be cheaper. So that is a sort of a market misconduct that these big techs were resorting to. Now, it is linked to this data point. The moment I allow that steering to happen, then there is a good possibility that I will lose a good chunk of consumers and therefore I would lose the data that these consumers bring. 
so everything every conduct of the big tech is circling around the aspect of their ability to retain the flow of data that comes with the users panel is saying that the systemically important digital intermediary should not process for the purpose of providing online advertising services personal data of end users using services of third parties without going uh, much deep into it it is saying that uh, uh, the way data gets used is an issue that needs a deeper dive by the regulators The big new thing that the report is recommending is the creation of a thing called systemically important digital intermediaries. What are these institutions and what they can do and what can't they do? So this is a parallel that India is drawing from what it did for the financial sector. That is, you identify players that are big and crucial for your system, and bring regulations trained around those entities, and specify what kind of conduct do you expect from those entities. so therefore this panel report has said you i bring in a concept of systemically important digital intermediaries identify them on a set specified criteria which will be enacted into law and once entities meeting those criteria are identified you make them follow regulatory requirements bring more obligations on their conduct so that anti competitive practices are not happening at the market level yes so one thing i found really interesting is the report's take on advertising uh, it talks about the power balance between digital publishers and tech companies so what is it saying this is a very important recommendation in the sense that there are two facets to it one the dominance of the big tech in the area of digital advertising now it is clearly recognized in the report that the big tech is having a sort of a dominant power in the digital advertising market in the sense that the entire value chain of an digital advertising activity the entire value chain is being now controlled by the big tech and therefore digital news publishers are seen to be at a disadvantage in the sense that they don't get a good view or a transparency is missing in the way digital advertising revenues happen and uh, you should understand one point that how the world of digital advertising has moved in the recent years right as the economy increasingly digitized digital advertising has grown leaps and bounds in india in the sense that news publishers the online news publishers are now increasingly dependent on digital advertising as a stream of revenue to run their operations and therefore there is a imbalance negotiating or the bargaining imbalance between the news publishers and the big tech and that is what the panel recommendation has highlighted so what the panel is saying is you bring out legal provisions to ensure that the news publishers are getting an opportunity to enter into contracts with these uh, sidis in a very transparent manner so now countries like australia have moved 
far ahead in the sense that they have already enacted a law in 2021 so they have got what you call as a news media and digital platforms mandatory bargaining code and after one year they have even reviewed the performance of the code and it is very very clear now in india the uh, the news publishers market is even bigger in terms of the number of players involved so this recommendation of the panel is significant because it is going to give the news online news publishers a better handle when it comes to understanding the business model of the big tech and gaining more transparency in the way the digital advertising markets will work Okay, sir. So now I would like to bring two big uh, recommendations of the report. One, it asks the government to introduce the Digital Competition Act. Two, uh, it says that the CCI needs to be revamped. So, is the center really considering such an act, and what can we expect from it? Well, well, that's a very, very tricky question in the sense: what can we expect from the government? Because what is happening is the government is now in a real a uh, uh, tough position or it has been put in a corner the panel has given multiple recommendations that the government has to choose you are aware that there is already a, a competition bill that is before the uh, that went before the standing committee of finance on which the standing committee on finance had given a report so there are a set of recommendations flowing out of the standing committee on finance report and now there are a set of recommendations flowing from the standing committee report on anti competitive practices by the big tech so if you look at it the government has to take a big call whether it should go in for a digital competition act because the needs of the digital markets are unique and they are totally different from the traditional markets so the approach to regulation in a digital market has to be entirely different from what you look at a traditional market the committee is saying the government should consider introducing a digital competition act because there has to be a fair and transparent and contestable digital ecosystem so there are uh, forces acting for and against this enactment of a digital competition act so one is still not clear which way the government is going to move whether it is going to push itself for a separate act which means it is going to be a very significant measure right to have a separate law on digital markets to answer your question it it, it remains to be seen which way the government will move but the bottom line is all these options are on the table before the government for it to choose from So lastly let's talk about the CCI the report wants to give new powers and responsibility to the CCI what are they see uh, basically the panel the house panel is saying that time has come for CCI to be strengthened they want CCI to be strengthened so that it can take newer responsibilities of better regulating the digital markets now how is the panel enabling this the panel is saying that uh, you know we need a specialized digital markets unit that should be established within cci so that the commission is able to better monitor the functioning of this big tech 
now see the problem now is that the cci needs to be uh, uh, what do you call the capacity building has to happen within cci to deal with the emergence of the big tech right primary and significant recommendation flowing out from the report is you establish a digital markets act a digital markets unit once you have a specialized digital markets unit then cci will be uh, emboldened and strengthened to do better monitoring of the functioning of these big tech players you should also keep recommending to the central government on what are the parameters on which such significantly important digital intermediaries have to be identified so it it calls for a, a sort of a dedicated bunch of experts who will be housed under the uh, digital markets unit uh, to take on such functions so as a uh, regulator you have to strike a balance and uh, the way the wind is blowing is that the uh, regulatory wind is more focused on the big tech because their ability to uh, do anti competitive uh, conduct is very high because once uh, you know the uh, competitive market is that once you become big you tend to use your dominance to keep away uh, competition of of the rivals so the propensity to indulge in anti competitive conduct is very high in big tech and therefore the regulations are too are getting fashioned and focused on the big tech so so in another report the same committee had recommended many changes in the competition law uh, which could affect the cci's functioning so how could we reconcile the two well there is no uh, th- there is no concern of a overlap right see you must understand that the competition amendment bill report is coming through the uh, process of legal enactment in india in the sense that the government introduces the bill and uh, the bill was referred to the house panel and the house panel has given its recommendations in the report now this anti competitive practice is a part of a regular activity of the house panel that every year at the beginning of the year the house panel chooses 10 to 12 subject areas it just happened that this year at the beginning of the year the house panel took up on itself to study the anti competitive practices of the big tech and therefore these recommendations seem to uh, coincidentally come at the same time and therefore it looks uh, uh, you know it could lead to some form of overlap but the point is that i think they are complementary and it will go a long way in uh, sort of uh, strengthening our competition law framework mind you this is the first time since 2007 that the government is looking to overhaul the indian competition law in a big way and therefore i feel that the uh, second report couldn't have come at a more opportune time when the government is looking at one big overhaul of the competition law framework right so the recommendations of the second report and the recommendations of the first report are uh, can be meshed up to give you a, a much more solid framework which india needs uh, especially when the digital markets in india are growing at such a frenetic pace it is estimated that india's digital markets will be 1 trillion dollars by 2030 
if that be the case uh, don't we need a very strong and a robust legal framework to handle competition issues in these markets okay sir uh, so the last question is it fair to compare this set of recommendations with legislations that cover similar topics from around the world um the eu has recently enacted the digital markets law and you pointed out the australian law as well so can we find similarities here well you 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 cannot uh, you cannot look at it that way see the regulation or the the uh, regulatory exercise that the governments adopt is a moving target in the sense that you cannot make regulations only for the india context and you and i know that how technology is a global uh, uh, industry there is nothing only indian about it so it is in the right path that as we learn from global experiences we should also look to fine tune our legislations so that they remain contemporaneous and uh, meet the needs of the market now to that extent you can very well say that a large or a number of significant recommendations like exante measures that this second report is talking about is 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 a, a sort of a followed from what the eu has done under its digital markets act so you can even probably say that it is on the lines of the eu digital markets act that india is trying to improve its competition framework after all the digital markets act which was uh, passed by the eu i think in march this year and has gone operational from november is a very comprehensive set of legislative framework with the purpose of trying to curb the abuse of dominance of the big tech so the idea is to keep the markets fair transparent and contestable all these three aspects which any competition law should aim for is taken care of at the digital markets act so to that extent yes way or the path that indians are taking or the indian rule lawmakers are taking has some uh, semblance to what the eu did under the digital markets act so some reflections of the proposals of the digital markets act are definitely getting reflected in our proposed framework and and if you look at the australian code right on news publishers online news publishers definitely we have several learnings from the australian code and its success now it remains to be seen whether the indian lawmakers will enact them in law or will bring those interventions as regulations under cca so that is a another question mark Thank you so much Shivas for joining us in this podcast and explaining the parliamentary panel's report on anti-competitive practices by Bitech. Thank you listeners for listening to us. For more such podcasts, subscribe to our channel. Stay tuned until we get back to you in another podcast. This is Jayapriyanka signing off.